Salt Lake City. Hey, Jake, how are you? Salt Lake Jake. Salt Lake Jake. Salt Lake Jake. Salt Lake Jake. I'm gonna fight them all. Salt Lake Jake. The nation army couldn't hold me back. Salt Lake Jake. Welcome to Salt Lake Jake's Take. I am Salt Lake Jake. Gentlemen, let's just get it right out of the gate. I'm not even going to ask you how you're doing because things were abysmal (laughs) on Saturday. That was absolutely, without a doubt, the worst first quarter of football I've ever seen in my life. Everything went wrong. Offensively, we couldn't freaking move the ball. Defensively, we looked like we'd never played defense. Special teams, another freaking block punt. It was like the combination of the worst thing ever. The crowd was into it. It was a it was a it was a freaking hurricane force tidal wave that overcame us, and we looked lost out there. I've never seen us look well. I mean, I have seen us look that bad, but it's been a long, long time. UNLV it felt like to me. I don't know if you guys recall our first year in the our second year in the Pac-12, our first road trip to Arizona State. We went down there and that game was abysmal because it was like they got 10, 12 yards of play. They they stopped us on offense every time. I just it was terrible. Terrible, terrible game. So with that said, fellas, how are you feeling about it? I had the flu all day, so I was throwing up and watching that game, which was throw up. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, look, I was at I was at the game and sitting down by the team. And I'll tell you, they just did not look ready. I don't know if they were down because of the emotional loss from Washington or if it was missing Cole Bishop and some other players, they looked a little out of sorts. They, they, you know, they kind of pulled it together after they went down by 28 points (laughs) a little bit, but they, they have a good quarterback. That Fafita special. I will tell you my highlight of the game is Jake, your brother texted me and he said, uh, my brother Bones is in the stadium. He thought he saw you. Are you there? I turned around and I saw your brother Bones and your sister. And I went up and said hi to him. And we talked and commiserated about the game. That was the highlight for me. If that's the highlight, that's an extremely <laughs> low bar. I'll tell you that right now. And look, I love my brother and sister. But if that's the highlight, that is a low bar. How was the atmosphere? I know it wasn't sold out. It wasn't packed like it, like it should have been for a team that's as good as Arizona is this year. But how was the atmosphere? Their fans were into it. They were loud and you forget how annoying Arizona fans are. And I don't forget. I remember, I remember exactly how annoying they're on their stupid U of a chant <laughs> all the time. You know, that stadium feels twice as big as rice cycles, but it actually holds the same amount. It's an old stadium built like Qualcomm, huge concourses with concrete. It really needs to be raised and then uh, rebuilt. So it, it, it's all bleachers all the way around. Um, they did have a fantastic flyover, which I always love the flyovers. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, the students that were there, the fans that were there were very into it. Very annoying. Uh, hated sitting next to them. But other than that, that's about it. Yeah. I was there a couple of years ago. You're right. It is an interesting stadium. Cause it's like the old, you know, the, the concrete deal, you know, it looks bigger than it is and it is loud. Well, you're right. They're fans of the freaking worst. And you know what? Congratulations. You beat us for the first time in seven tries. Way to go. You beat our third string backups, whatever. But you know what? It is what it is. We just, it was the perfect storm of just terrible play, terrible coaching decisions, terrible play calling, terrible everything. It was embarrassing, but it happens from time to time, right? I think the um, headline from the game or the thing you'll remember in five to 10 years is the last play uh, with Delora came in and scored a touchdown. What do you think about that? You know, 
as I've had time to reflect, I've changed my opinion a bit on it, but immediately I was pissed. Like, give me a break. You don't come in and throw a bomb when you're already winning big, when your backups are in, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Delora's last game, whatever. Who cares? I look back and think it's just, it is football. They, we should have tried to stop them. We didn't. Uh, there'll be time where we pay them back. I mean, we've been bending, we've been owning them for, you know, a half a decade now, six straight wins, been the champs, the South champs for four straight years. They they can have their little, their little party, whatever. My my thought on that thing was um, we went for two for some reason and we were still down 17, right? So why do you go for two there? Uh, I I would guess if you plan on getting three onside kicks, then you score a touchdown, (laughs) score a touchdown, get onside kicks. I don't know. My point was, was it a signal that Whittingham's trying to make the score look a little better? And then Fish says, well, listen, we beat you by this many points because you got, we gave you a last second. I don't think, I I don't think Whit plays those games is like, he doesn't care what the score looks like. A loss is a loss to him. Right. I I don't know. I don't know why. I don't think it was to make the score look better, but whatever. They, uh, I mean, Wit won't forget it. I can tell you that. And next year, it's payback. It's on. It's at Rice Eccles. And let's let's inject a little happiness in this real quick. We got the breaking news two days ago. None other than the back-to-back P5 champ quarterback, the great Bad Moon Rising, tweets out a video. Bum, 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 bum. I see a bad moon rising for a third year as starter. He is back. He's coming back. And you know what? The repercussions of that are going to trickle down and be awesome. It could prompt Keithy to come back, Hitman to come back. Look, fellas, I've said this before. We're going to roll into that league next year stacked, loaded, and ready to kick so much ass it's not going to even be funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was that was a kind of a perfect timing. Do you think they waited for that moment to say, you know, like this is the, because it's senior day this week and everything? Or what, what do you what do we know about? I know the two of you have ties to people who know things. Uh-huh. Give us give our listeners some some, some real scoop. Okay, well, we, I know that it was he had decided and finalized it before the Washington game. That I know was it for a fact. So he'd known about it for weeks. So it wasn't just like, all of a sudden, no, I'm going to tweet this out. I think the timing was a little bit, uh, was opportune time to do it after people were down, we're losing, get it out of the way before senior day. Because, you know, he, I mean, obviously if he's not walking, then, well, he must be coming back. Right. So yeah. I think you had to do it before the Colorado game, but also you need to do it to build momentum for next year because we're about to hit that portal. We're about to hit it hard. Right. If you can go to somebody and say, listen, come here for your last year. We're going to be a top 10 team all year and have one of the best quarterbacks in the country. And we're going to be in a new league and it's going to be amazing. I think that that helps a lot with the transfer portal recruiting. As we know, it's going on now. It's not like all sudden season. It's okay. Open portal. Let's see who's out there. We're contacting people now. I guarantee it. That's just the way it is. And so I think it's good. Get it out of the way. Let's start there. Let's get a team built. And next year, let's just, let's get back where we belong, which is top 10, baby. That's right. What, That's what right. I think the it? other thing is, I mean, look, uh, just to tell you how valuable this is, the rumors are, this isn't confirmed, rumors are that Oregon had offered him $3 million, UCLA had offered him $3 million, Alabama had offered him $3 million. So he had other opportunities to go make more money, but he felt like there was value in continuing his legacy at the U uh, for next year and perhaps after coaching, who knows? Um, and and then what do we know about the other players? You said Keithy. Um, well, I'd be curious. I mean, maybe we don't want to get too much in the weeds on this, but I was, Brandon and I were chatting. We need a bell cow running back in the form of Asiata, Mac, Williams, Booker, you know, go on, go on. We didn't have that this year. And 
who is that going to be? You know, I, I, I agree in the fact that we need one of those. I don't know if I agree in the fact that we don't have that person on the roster. I honestly, I think we should go to the portal and get a guy. We absolutely have to. However, I feel like a healthy Jaquin and Jackson is that guy. He was injured all year, fellas. I'm talking that first play of the Washington game. I'm behind the bench. He runs for three yards. He limps off the sideline. He's on the sideline screaming in pain, trying to walk, Mm. trying to jog up and down the field. He was never, ever healthy. When he's healthy, he is that bell cow running back. He's big. He's bruising. He's strong. Look at his last five games last year when he was healthy. Two touchdowns in the Pac-12 championship game. Long touchdown against Carl. Like, he is a good running back. I think he is that bell cow. However, you can't just rely on one only. I think we need another one. I think we need another running back in there. Someone who's kind of a John White type of scat quick back. But you know what? I don't personally feel like that we need someone else. I think Jackson can be that guy when he's well, healthy. Okay. I'm going to push back just a little bit, just for that was advocate. It's, it, it is a running back position. It's, 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 it's the reason it's the shortest career in the NFL, right? You get injured because you're running through people. Um, I watched that Oregon state Washington game and I saw two running backs on both sides of the ball. I said, dang, we would have been awesome with Barnes and someone of that mold. Why don't we go and get someone in this portal with the cam thing? Uh, that, that can fit that like a Martinez. Is he available? I mean, I don't know if we have the money, but. Oh, and he, the, uh, he's a beast, huh? That Martinez. Ever. Yeah. You oh know what? Gosh, Honestly, dude. again, I, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to disagree with you. I think Jackson can be that running back. I think he can. I think he's good enough. I think he's fast enough. I think he's big enough. I strong enough. The, the health question is the question with him. He was never healthy all year. He played that entire Washington game. I mean, he could barely, barely walk, man. Like you get him healthy. If Bernard comes back, which I hear he's thinking about it, right? You you got our you got him back. We had three four star freshmen on the roster that recruited last year that didn't see the field because they're too small. Get them another year to grow. One of those guys can whether it's John Stanley or whether it's um, Michael Mitchell or whether it's John Randall. One of those guys can can rise the, uh, to the uh, occasion. But if there is a big time back out there, give it a shot. Go try and get him. See what happens. There's nothing to lose, right? Like. Let's go for broke next year, man. We have a fifth year, well, sixth year senior. Well, maybe it's seventh year. I don't know what it is. <laughs> seventh Who year cares? senior quarterback. Who's eligible? You saw when he announced all the national guys like this is huge for Utah. People don't mm-hmm. realize Cam Rising. Let's talk about this, okay? Cam Rising could go down as the greatest Utah quarterback of all time. Let me qualify that. Is he the best of all time? No, that's Alex Smith. Will he have the best stats of all time? No, that's Scott Mitchell. Will most athletic of all time. That's probably someone like Tyler Huntley or Darnell Larson or something like that, but he's got enough of all of those to make him amazing. You know what he is? He is without a doubt, the coolest quarterback we've ever had. He is the <laughs> coolest, most swagged out. Just the dude's always laughing and smiling and nothing bothers me. Look at that play in the Pac-12 championship game last year. He gets rocked. His helmet comes off. He bounces up and smiles, puts it on back on. The dude is a leader. The dude is a winner. The dude is bad. A I'm not going to cuss twice. My wife gets mad at me. The dude is a bad man and he will lead this team. People rally around that guy. He has it. As we've seen two Pac-12 championships solely at the hands of Cam Rising. So you bring him back. That is huge. He will go down, in my opinion, if we have another good year, he will go down as our greatest quarterback of all time. Like I said, I qualified what I meant by that. I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll let's say, for example, fellas, let's say we go win the Big 12. 
You're telling me he retires as a Ute as a three-time conference championship, three Power Five conference championships? No one can match that. And statistically, if he has a decent year, he will finish number one all-time in wins, number one all-time in touchdown passes, number one all-time in passing yards. So he'll have the stats. He'll have the conference championships. He's the coolest quarterback we've ever had. And man, yeah, this is a huge thing. There are a few people, I don't know how many brain cells they have, but there are a few people on Facebook arguing, oh, this is bad because Isaac Wilson is going to transfer. Get the freak out of here, man. <laughs> He'll be a true freshman. You think you're going to rely on like a true freshman Aaron to come in exactly. and lead your team? The answer to that is hell to the no. You got your <laughs> P5 conference champ quarterback leading this team. This is a huge, huge deal. Plus, Isaac Wilson can learn a year under Ludwig and and rising, and then 2025, bam, it's on with him, right? Well, so also, is, Isaac's getting surgery. Isaac's getting surgery. He might not be ready to go next year. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying. I don't know how true it is. I mean, that's what we heard that he, yeah. that he he's getting surgery on his knee. Okay. So wait, let me ask you. Oh. Let me ask you this. We don't know about Keithy, but we do know that Cam loves to throw to tight ends. He had, he loved to throw to Keithy. Then he loved to throw to Kincaid, and that's one of his best uh, plays. What can Lander King bring us next year? Landon what King. Look forward to him? Landon King as we've seen, has progressed ridiculously awesome on, as a receiver. He makes tough catches. If, and I, I'm, I'm, I, I, the rumor is that Keithy's coming back. If it's Keithy and King next year, that is an awesome duo. That is an awesome duo um, along the lines of Kincaid and Keithy. Because Keithy, before Kincaid exploded, was the main guy, right? If you have both Keithy and King next year, that's an incredible tight end duo. And I'm, I'm, going, I'm going all in on that one. So, Let's get Keithy back. You guys, if, okay, let's just assume for talking points, the rumors we've heard are true that people coming back, Bernard comes back, Pittman comes back, pass catching group of Keithy, King, uh, Pittman, uh, Bernard out there, Parks, and if Bailey comes back, that is a really good wide receiver room. So anyway, I, I, I'm pretty excited about it, man. I, I hope okay. those guys come back. Let's go. Listen, next year is next year. Hope springs eternal always, but we have a game this week. Coach Prime, one of the most talked about stories in the history of college football, is going to be at Rice Eccles. What do we expect? And by the way, I'll put that point out. They need to qualify for a bowl game. We are reeling. Whittingham says in his press conference, I don't know who's going to play. Dot, dot, dot. Is there a chance we lose, Jake? Well, there's always a chance, right? But you know what? We, we won't lose this game. Are you kidding me? Colorado has the worst offensive line, literally, in the entire country. They allow the most sacks in the entire country. Connor O'Toole and Van Fillinger and Samote Peppa and Junior Tafuna and Tanavasa, that D-line is going to feast on that offensive line of Colorado's. And Sack Lake City will be running amok on Saturday. Um, I, I mean, obviously, you, you know, you, like I said, there's always a chance, but I, I, I think we win this and we win big. I think we win... 31 to 20 or 31 to 17, something along those lines, a double digit win. I know I predicted that last week against Arizona and was wrong, but you know what? I'm not wrong very often. (laughs) What do you think? Uh, Look, we're we're an 18 point favorite. I, I think we win. I'm very cautious though, because I remember the very first year we were in the Pac 12. 
USC had been disqualified from going to the championship. All we had to do was beat Colorado. We thought it was going to be a cakewalk and they came in and beat us. So, uh, I think, uh, we got to get ready for it. And, um, I think it's going to be, you know, a tough game. I I'd like to see Barnes ball out though. I mean, he's had a tough year. Is this the only time we will face the coach prime Buffaloes? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, depends if depends on what happens with, with prime next year. Right. But I, I, his, his, his star has cooled a little bit in my opinion. You know, he's, he came in on the scene and was like a superstar getting eight to 10 million views per game on rating TV. He beat TCU beat Nebraska who turned out to both be mediocre teams. So what they weren't like great wins. So he came as a, came on, on fire, but they've, they've, They've fallen. They've come back to earth quite a bit. And I don't know if he's, if there's going to be many teams clamoring for him as their coach this year. So I think he's got another two years in Colorado. We'll play him next year on the road at Colorado in the big 12 and uh, we'll beat him then again too. Like All right. It. Well, any other thoughts about the game on Saturday? It's a one o'clock kickoff. We haven't, we had one night game this year. One night game. And it's only because it was a weekday game against Florida. Like, first day. Yeah. like, yeah, it was a joke, man. What a terrible year for that. And that's the thing is the night games and rice cycles are magic, man. You know, they're yeah. magic, but and we, we didn't have it. to watch Michigan, Ohio state, unless you tape it. Yep. This is what I hope. I hope the fans show up, give these seniors a good out, a good outing, a good goodbye. You know, let's thank them for their year. Cause dude, Whittingham said it himself. It's has been, it's been his hardest year as a coach. Right. And you factor in the fact that he's had two seasons where he's had players die. Well, I like, was going to say, yeah, you know, for him to say that, like, it's been hard. Like there's been a lot, a ton of injuries. There's been a ton of, a ton of adversity. They overcame a ton. And if we can finish with a win and finish eight and four, it's not what we wanted, but you know what, with the circumstances and the cards we're dealt, we'd likely get back in the rankings, finish the year ranked with the eight wins in a year where we didn't have all our stars. I'd take it. So let's go out. Let's get that win. I think we will. I think we go out and we own the line of scrimmage. And uh, we win. Hey, like any it. other thoughts, Brent? Uh, final thoughts. I would say, uh, yeah, we got to go out with a win. I think we got to get a bowl win uh, too. After this, uh, Kyle's bowl record has not been good the last several years. So I think he's got to get hit, a bowl yeah. win. I also want to look towards next year. Our opening conference opponent, Arizona at home. So, uh, you know, that uh, this is going back a little bit in our conversation, but you know, Kyle's got that game circled in his mind based upon how that ended. Um, and anyway, I think uh, we get that win this week and we build for next year. Awesome. A little clarification, Brennan. I agree. We got that game circled, but they haven't scheduled the actual dates yet. The, the, they've just oh. said who we're playing and where, but as far as like order. the actual By dates, alphabetical that- order, it's our first team. Okay, I read it wrong. That, yes. Thank you for the clarification. Yes, no worries. <laughs> Alphabetical order. Dang it, that All would be right. great if that were our first game, though, right? No, you're good. No, that's. Good and I, I don't know, man. It actually might be, in my opinion, Arizona and, and Utah may be the two best teams in the Big Twelve next year. Like, we'll roll in there and uh, be be the two best. No, and, and back. I yeah. mean, it's not to go back too far, but hats off to Arizona and what they've done. I, I respect their program, I respect their quarterback, and I respect their coach. And so. Um, all right, let's move on. It's Thanksgiving week to our listeners. We are very grateful for all 25,000 of you. Um, we're going to do two things uh, we've got in the show notes here. First of all, I want to go through some turkeys. Uh, PTI does a segment every year. Uh, Kornheiser and, and Wilbon do a segment every year, like things that were just kind of abysmal or embarrassing or whatnot. And I've got a few to tick off. You guys have any? 
I'll just I'll read through them. You can give a response um, in no particular order. Number one, Turkey goes to Cam's doctor. Someone gave me that that idea on Twitter. <laughs> um, number two, Turkey Big Twelve chirping guys like Cyclone Larry and these Jayhawk people that show up on my feed way too much. You fans, stop talking to them. They are idiots. Um. I don't know if you have any response. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, hey, that the doctor that was a disaster. Of a, and you know, I I don't put it all on the doctor. I put it a lot on the U for the way they manage the messaging with Camerizing. We were told all off season, ah, it's coming down the wire. He he wants to. He may play against Florida. Friggin' didn't didn't take a single snap. Whatever. So I say I I think they say that whole situation is the the turkey of the year. And then as far as the Big Twelve fans, man. <laughs> They don't know what they got coming, man. I'm telling you, they're running their mouth, and we well, so I mean, are to steal, we. To steal line from from, from Dion, we're coming, man, and we're coming with a top ten defense. We're coming with a coach that's been here for twenty years. Who, you know, keep talking, man. We'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay, I'll keep going quick through these. Sam Houston State being as good as Florida. That's a turkey. Yeah, that was. That's what I love. I love every September. Doesn't matter who BYU plays after the first game. Wow, show me something. They 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 could be they could be a top twenty team. Proceeds to go zero and eight. You know, like give me a break. Their fans are so stupid. I hate their guts so bad, and I want them. It's not too much to ask to have them never have a shred of happiness or hope ever again. That's not too much to ask. (laughs) About UCLA recruits robbing Colorado's locker room. That's a turkey. Yeah, that's uh, that's very interesting. I don't know if Chip Kelly makes it there in, in Westwood. What do you guys think? Well, well I heard he was going to be fired until they beat USC. I mean, it's hard to fire your coach after you beat your rival. Yeah. Well, I don't uh, know. This one's Brennan's second half offenses this year for Utah. Turkey. Oh, terrible. Oh, yeah. Terrible. I mean, you look at all the games, man. I mean, all of them. Yeah, I'm not going to go through them all, but you're right. Our second half offense, with the exception of the USC game, where we, or the or the Arizona State game, but still, yeah, yeah, been a bad year. Offensively. Number one Turkey though, to, you Jake referenced it, presenting out, parading out, camerizing at Pac-12 Media Day. To me, that's my one one Turkey of the season. Yep, that was that was a bad deal. Like I said, man, this this year's gonna look back and be like, oh man, a year of what could have been. Like we had the roster. To three Pete. We did. You give me a full Utah roster. We are back in Vegas next week. I I will die on the hill with that. And you know what? I'm not the one that feels that way. There's been some writers that have said it too. A UCLA guy, Matt Zemek, he said the same thing. Like our USC guy. We had the roster to be there, man. I mean, we we won seven, eight games with with a, a, a mash unit at offense and whatever is what it is. With that, it is gratitude week. I want to very, very special shout out to all of our guests that we've had on. We've had some really, really good guests. Um, we're really, really grateful to the people who listen and subscribe to this podcast because it's been a lot of fun. Um, what do you guys, do you have any gratitude you want to give out? Brennan? Dude, I'm, well, I'm just, I mean, I just echo what you said, Peter. It's fantastic. This has been a lot of fun. I've loved talking to our listeners. I've loved getting ideas and feedback from people. Um, loved, you know, hearing Jake with his rants and, uh, and his takes. It's been fantastic. You know, I, uh, I may get kind of controversial here, but I'm feeling it. It's, it's Thanksgiving week. You know, I'm going to go all Tim Tebow on you. I am thankful for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is with him and his grace that I am saved. I am thankful for Kyle Whittingham to have the head coach at our, at our 
university who's been here 18 years that the entire nation respects that can weather us through some tough storms and build that consistency. And lastly, I'm grateful for the one and only Bad Moon Rising who saw it fit to return to the University of Utah and once again lead us to the promised land. And you know what? I'm calling my shot here on November 21st, 2023. Next fall, the University of Utah will suit up in the college football playoff led by Bad Moon Rising. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this season this far. We hope you have an incredible Thanksgiving week. Uh, let's get this year. Let's get this game and finish off the year strong. I am Salt Lake Jake, and I am out. Jake in Salt Lake City. Hey, Jake, how are you? Salt Lake Jake. 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 Salt Lake Jake! Salt Lake Jake! Salt Lake Jake!